Reds and Padres wrapping up their four-game series. 3-2 Padres bottom seven in the middle of an at-bat to Joey Votto. Kirby Yates is pulled for Brad Hand, and then things fall apart for the Padres. The pitch from Hand is on the way, and it's outside ball four. So now the bases are loaded with one out, and Adam Duvall is coming to the plate against Brad Hand. Now it's two and two on Duvall. The pitch swung on and missed. Slider down in the dirt. And Brad Hand gets the first of the two outs he needs here in the seventh inning. Uh, first pitch to the left-handed hitter is hit high and deep to right field. Renfro is racing back. Caesar is racing back. This one is a grand slam. Second of the series for the Reds. Scooter Jeanette's 19th home run of the season is a two-out grand slam off of Brad Hand in the bottom of the seventh inning, and the Reds now lead 6-3. to three. We just saw Brad Hand give up a run. How odd. First time in literally two months. This might be another high and deep left center field. This thing's going to be way out of here. Up over the Reds' bullpen in center field. And Eugenio Suarez goes back-to-back. He's 20th of the year. And now 7-3 Cincinnati in the seventh. Mazzarocco, a small lead at first base. Myers sort of holding him on. And the pitch is hit in the air left field. Perella drifting back, looking up. This is another home run. A two-out, two-run shot by Zach Kozart. He's 14th of the year. And the Reds have added on here in the eighth inning. You know the rabbit? They chase, you're my rabbit. And Chu said, yeah, that's the Toki. Here's a high fly ball, deep left center field. It's gone. For the second time in as many innings, the Reds go back to back. In the seventh, a slam by Jeanette and then Suarez. In the eighth, a two-run shot by Cozart. And now Joey Votto's 31st of the year. 10-3 Cincinnati. Red State three of four games in the series after a 10-3 win. Scooter Jeanette became the seventh player this season with multiple grand slams and the first Red with two slams in the season since Todd Frazier back in 2015. In the middle of an at-bat to Joey Votto in the bottom of the seventh, Andy Green made the curious decision to pull Kirby Yates and put in Brad Hand, who had a 24-inning score the streak going. Hand would walk Votto, and two batters later gave up a go-ahead grand slam to Scooter Jeanette as things fell apart from there for the Padres as a 3-2 lead turned into a 10-3 loss. Here is Green speaking to the media following the game. Yeah, brought Kirby Yates in to start that inning. Uh, got the first out, walked the next batter, and then hit Winker. Uh, I think I've talked about a few times over like how hard it is to get Brad up, get Brad Hand up again, again, and again. So I kind of wanted to wait till there was two guys on to get Brad up. And then I know it's a, a wildly unconventional choice to go to a left-handed pitcher in the middle of an at-bat against Joey Votto. My thought process on Votto is this. Uh, if Brad's not available to start the at-bat, which he wasn't, uh, the deeper you get into the at-bat with him, I think we've seen it all series. Like, we hardly got him out at all. Uh, he processes pitches. He had seen Yates' split. He had seen Yates' fastball. Uh, he'd been very tough against the right-handed uh, pitchers all series long. So I think he did some, we did something unconventional at that point in time, went to Brad, uh, ended up walking him, and then feel good about Brad against the next two hitters for sure. Uh, punches out Duvall with his breaking ball. And then in Scooter Jeanette, you got a guy that's up there that's hitting 200 against left-handed pitching with one home run, and Brad hung a breaking ball, and he hit it out. So I think that at-bat changes the complexion of the game. But uh, I think when you're looking at, conventional decision-making and unconventional decision-making, there's no doubt, like, we went outside the box right there. But I think if you're going to stay in the box, you 
kind of have to expect conventional results all the time, and I don't think we're necessarily built that way. So I think when there's time, like you find out how stuff like that plays. Uh, you know, in my mind right there, if I want Brad Hand on the mound, lefty-lefty against uh, Joey Votto 2-2, I think I probably would choose that over anybody else on our team. And I think in Votto's case, uh, my guess is, is is he sizes a guy up. The deeper he gets in the at-bat, the better he feels. So you're really messing with somebody who would really worn us out all series long. Your thoughts on Denelson Lamette's outing today? Uh, you know, five innings, good again. Uh, we've got to that six a few times this year. We're in the sixth inning, uh, just kind of scatter shots his command and loses a little bit. Uh, for me, you know, the slider was good. The stuff was good. It's five innings, two run ball, and then he goes out and faces Votto in the sixth and misses four times in a row. And we've kind of seen that a few times over, and I think it's something he's going to have to take to heart as the offseason comes. Uh, there's so much good stuff there. There's so many positives to take out of this as he gets into the sixth and the seventh inning, uh, whether it's stamina, whether it's focus. Uh, I think as he goes through the offseason, it's like, hey, I'm going to pitch into the seventh. I'm going to pitch into the eighth. I'm going to keep dominating baseball games because the stuff's real. And I, I, overall, though, another good effort from him. Wilmar's going deep back-to-back games, opposite field. Obviously, we don't want to play too much into it. But are you starting to see some signs by the fact that he's driving the ball opposite field a little bit more the last couple games? Yeah, I think what's exciting in those two swings are their, their pitches on the outer corner. Uh, their pitches away today. His pitch was a velo from Luis Castillo. Uh, he drove it out that way. Uh, I think the other at-bats where he got out, it was in off the plate. Uh, if he stays out over that plate and covers it like he has the last couple of days, he's going to be really successful. Those are good swings. When did you get Brad up? Was it after the two guys got on base, so it started about that? Yeah, we got him up after he hit, uh, after he hit Winker at that point in time. So we sent uh, Torrens out to have a little conversation at that point in time. We got Brad up at that point in time. Uh, he got hot in the middle of the at-bat. So is that, is that because, like you said, you don't want to get Brad up multiple times in the game? I think it comes down to that. I mean, I, probably ideal world, he's starting the at-bat off. Uh, you're looking at a closer. You're looking at a guy that if you want to get him up in the seventh, you want to get him up in the eighth, and he ends up pitching the ninth, you end up absolutely wearing people out. So uh, I think in that situation, that had something to do with the timing of it. Uh, and then 2-2, I think you look at yourself sometimes and you say, which guy do I want right here? Which guy do I want right now? Because at that point in time, you have the choice. And uh, against a guy like Vado, I think every manager in the game is probably going to choose a lefty. Now, obviously not every manager in the game is going to choose to make the decision right there. And I understand like when you make decisions like that, you expect uh, conversations about it post-game. Uh, I'm completely comfortable with those conversations. But you know, Brad does what he did after that. He punches out Duvall. And then we've got the lefty-lefty matchup that we honestly covet that we would have gone to no matter what And Brad versus Scooter Jeanette. And Brad's been great all year. He hung a breaking ball and he paid for it today. The Padres look to bounce back on Friday when they continue their road trip in Los Angeles as they take on the Dodgers.